This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. And I'm excited, as always, because another amazing interview is about to come up. We're going to be talking with Laura Baxter, who is an American opera singer and performance coach. However, she has just authored a book uh, titled Dealing with Divas and Other Difficult Personalities. And we're going to talk to her about how that applies to customer service. Now, I am sure that you have encountered the difficult customer, the one that seems outrageous, the one that's over the top, the one that's just like, how could this person be upset about this? They're just, either they're nitpicky, they're, 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 they're just unreasonable sometimes. Well, that's what this book is about. It's about understanding the personality of the diva and how to uh, deal with that type of person. I mean, we've all experienced that. And sometimes even the five-step process that I've been talking about for years and have talked about many times on the show, which is uh, to acknowledge a problem, say you're sorry, apologizing for it. And those two can be, you know, you can apologize first or acknowledge second. It doesn't matter. Uh, Then you fix the problem or discuss what you're going to do to fix it with the right attitude and that sense of urgency. Even doing that, well, that may not be enough to handle that extremely difficult personality, that extremely difficult customer, that diva, if you will. And by the way, diva isn't just a woman. It could be a man. I talked to her about that just to make sure that we understood. Uh, and, she, and I'll ask her specifically about what and who a diva is. But uh, even with that five-step process, you might have to do a little bit more. And that's, that's what service is all about, understanding who your customer is and adapting sometimes to the situation, sometimes adapting to the personality, but overall uh, figuring out who this person is, what they actually want, what's going to make them happy, and what's going to create a win-win, something that would make them happy and make us at our company, whatever company we work for, look really good. So when we come back after the break, we're going to dive right into the interview with Laura Baxter, who will be calling in all the way from Germany. So don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. 
digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, Shep Hyken here back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promised you another amazing interview, and we're going to do it today with Laura Baxter, who is calling in all the way from Germany, and we're going to find out why she's in Germany in just a little while. But as I mentioned earlier in the program, she's an author. She has just penned the book, Dealing with Divas and Other Difficult Personalities, A Mindful Approach to Improving Relationships in Your Business or Organization. And I know many of us have dealt with customers that uh, are like divas. They're they're somewhat difficult personalities, and that's uh, what we're going to be talking about with Laura. In addition to that, i got to tell you a little bit of background on her. She is an expert in the area of voice and, and body and nonverbal communication and leadership for the past 25 years. And she brings this experience together to help her clients communicate better. And isn't that what great service is all about? Now, you should also know that she is uh, was on the faculty at Duke University prior to moving to Germany, which means she is one smart lady. Laura, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Thanks. It's great to be here. It is great to have you here, all the way from Germany. So let's see, it's after lunch where you are and after breakfast where I am. Um, hey, let's just jump right into it. I immediately, when I read the, read the title of the book and, and I, I got into the acronyms of what DIVA stands for in the book, the first thing that was to my mind was I picture this DIVA as some larger-than-life personality coming in and uh, just giving me a little disruption. And, you know, I, I don't want to sound sexist, but I envision this person as a woman because for some reason, uh, when I think of divas, I think of, of the big women famous singers in the world, the opera singers, rock stars. So shed a little light on that and give us some clarity, and then we're going to jump into, you know, what's in that book and what we can learn from you. Well, that's actually, when you speak of the word diva, that's actually the way the word started out. I mean, diva itself means godlike, somebody who's godlike. And then in the 19th century, they started using that for opera singers. So basically, opera singers have this kind of godlike voice. So you're not totally wrong. And of course, being a diva, that's always, in that case, always a woman. But for my book, for the purposes of the book, and actually what I think most of us, what most of us experience in everyday, in our everyday lives, um, a diva is not necessarily a woman at all. We, I think many of us can picture many divos, if you will. And also, actually, in my research and in my experiences with my coaches, um, a diva itself is not necessarily what we would consider this kind of stereotypical, larger-than-life, dominant personality. A diva for, well, take for example, if you actually have a very dominant personality, you know, somebody who comes into the room and sort of takes over, um, people who have this kind of large personality actually find other people with large personalities uh, great. They they love being around them. Um, They're not they competitive. Find people, well, they are competitive, mm-hmm. but that's still, it, it, they speak a language, the, the larger-than-life diva speaks a language that another person with a very do, uh, dominant larger-than-life personality would understand. Um, for a person with a very larger-than-life personality, very dominant personality, they would tend to find somebody who's much more introverted difficult, somebody who tends to be, let's say, a planner, somebody who wants, uh, who doesn't make a decision very quickly, um, doesn't... Uh, 
doesn't seem to get on board immediately and is not not immediately impressed by this larger than life personality. Like, like don't waste so, my time is is what the exactly. diva is thinking. Like you know, you, you can't move at my speed, you can't think at my level. Don't waste my time. Exactly, exactly. So basically, for the purposes of our book, and that's why the title says divas and other per- uh, divas and other difficult personalities. Uh, for the purposes of the book, a diva is someone with whom we have problems. And usually that means somebody who is very different than we are. We just don't, we don't get them. We don't understand them. And they're, you know, they don't react the way we expect. They don't act the way we expect. Or they, they act absolutely contrary to what we want. So they're a complainer. In, in, in the customer service world, they're a complainer that, like, why are you complaining about this? Um, or yeah. do they have a legitimate mm-hmm. complaint? Um, it depends. It depends. I mean, the purpose of the book, the book has really two goals. The very first goal is to help the the reader remain calm, centered, and focused when they're dealing with these people. And the second goal is that the reader gets his or her goals accomplished, whatever that may be. I mean, we can take a very simple example. Let's take, um, well, let's take somebody at a hotel reception. Um, a customer comes up, comes up and begins to complain about uh, the room or the service or whatever the goal of this book is to help that person behind the desk at the reception remain absolutely calm centered and focused and to be able to accomplish again his or her goals and in that case the goal may be as simple as figuring out what this person needs and helping them helping them uh, calm down the goal may be actually if it's a situation where um, where that goal cannot be uh, or should not be um, reached as far as the goal from the other person, then it might be the goal of the person at the re- behind the reception desk to um, basically to tell the or to ask the person to leave or to ask the person to <laughs> you know to accept the fact that they cannot have what they want. Persuade the but person how you do to that, a place of reason. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And how they do that is? Uh, there are a lot of different ways. I mean, the book itself is divided into four parts, and that's the acronym DIVA. The very first part is defining the situation. Mm-hmm. So, one of the biggest challenges that we all have is we carry our divas with us wherever we go. <laughs> In other words, we just had a conflict with somebody, we you know, thought about whatever, it doesn't matter what. And then as we're driving home, we're thinking about it at home in the evening. Instead of just relaxing, we're thinking about it. Um, it, de- it really depends on where we really – it can really be absorbing and time-consuming to deal with this person. And so the very first section of the book is defining the situation. In other words, when exactly, rationally, do you encounter your diva? Is it through emails? Is it a virtual encounter through uh, telephone conference calls? Is it – um, actually, person to person, if it's in the case of the hotel, is it just this person, this one person for this one night? And to be able to uh, rationally uh, confine that that encounter to a very specific time. And one of the other other elements is when do I ca- encounter this person or this diva mentally in my thoughts? Right. And so how do these thoughts control? It sounds to me like, and I want to stay with the hotel example because I think everybody can relate to this. Most everybody has been to a hotel and stayed at a hotel, and if they haven't, they've seen hotels 
on TV. And there's lots of TV shows where diva-like personalities walk up to the front desk or go to somebody and just start complaining. So we'll start there. And it sounds to me like uh, what you're saying as far as the situation is, is like somebody comes to you with a problem or complaint. It's right there in the moment. And and when that person mm-hmm. walks away, maybe it's resolved satisfactorily to both parties. Maybe the diva is asking for something unreasonable and you can't deliver. But what you're trying to say, it sounds mm-hmm. like, is, hey, when it's over, it's over. You don't take it home with you. Uh, you know, it's a situational moment and you've got to move on. I jokingly say that, uh, and I'm going to jump from the hotel to another similar situation, mm-hmm. the airline ticket counter. And if that person mm-hmm. behind the counter who's trying to service all of us passengers is in a bad mood, it's probably not me that put him or her in a bad mood. It's probably some irate passenger that was unreasonable. And I oftentimes yeah. said to somebody, I could tell you're having a bad day. I'll bet it was the passenger in front of me that made that happen. And it immediately gets a smile. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So maybe That's I'm the example. antithesis yeah. of the diva. <laughs> <laughs> on that, <laughs> but but I under I think I, is is that what you're trying to say when you know look back to the hotel the diva approaches you deal with the situation when it's over it's over you don't take it out on the next uh, guest at the hotel you don't take it out on the dog when you come home and and yell at the dog and although the dog loves you no matter what or your husband your wife boyfriend girlfriend partner whatever um, is that what you're trying to say here. Yes, and even more, it goes even further than that. One thing I'd like to say, though, your example of the airport check-in situation is, is perfect. That's a great example that we can use throughout our talk today. Um, it, it, dealing with divas is not just, I mean, we kind of, in customer service, we think that the diva is always going to be the customer, but it can also be colleagues. This book is ideal for any anyone that you've, you're having a difficult time getting along with. So it could be oh, um, it. someone yeah. else behind the counter that also – it's not just for the customer situation themselves. So it's, I mean, it's, it's that it's snooty guy in. behind the counter that thinks that his hotel is so good and I'm probably not of value to stay there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the colleague that he keeps giving you their work, for example. Like, uh, you take care of that customer because I don't want to deal with them right now or whatever. It's, it's basically the goal is to help the reader really, really find their own center and stay in that center no matter what. And one example, um, well, actually two, two examples as far as defining the situation. One client of mine, it was interesting. I was coaching him on the, his presentation skills and for, for a very important talk that he had. And we took a break and went into the coffee room at his uh, company. And as soon as we walked into that room, he started complaining about one of his employees who was just an absolute, in that case, it was a female, (laughs) who was absolutely, he just could not stand her. And he he got so emotionally involved. And I asked, I said, you know, that's that's terrible. I mean, you know, what, you know, uh, how often do you encounter her at this point? And he said, oh, well, she actually left our company two years ago. Oh my! But she's, you know, it's still you know, <laughs> it's still with him. So it's important to understand what the triggers are. In his case, that coffee room was one of the places they actually had a lot of their conflicts, and it just triggered that memory. Oh wow! Um, and another, yeah, in another situation in a seminar, I was working with several executives, and we got to this exercise of defining the situation. And one of the one of the participants, one of these executives, said, ha, "That's great." And I said, "What?" And she said, "I just realized I never encountered this person." 
I only encounter this person through my employees who complain to me about this person or write me an email about this person. I actually have nothing to do with this person. That's right. <laughs> and, and she could let go at that moment. So recognizing, or if we take the case of the airline, the person at the uh, check-in count in the airline at the airport, um, to realize that this one person is literally defined, the person who's standing there and complaining is defined, or our encounter with this person is defined literally within the time period of getting their ID to check their ticket and checking them in, taking their luggage, and they go. And then that encounter is over with. It, it, it really does free you up to, um, as you said a minute ago, just to be able to go home and not take it with you, you know, right. to be able to enjoy your own. Or just go on to the um, next customer and not bring it to that customer is, I think, a, a powerful way. So with that was yeah. D, and I know we want to cover I, V, and A, but we're going to take a real short break. And when we do come back, uh, aside from I, V, and A, I want to find out what got you to Germany. Because you and I met, I believe, when I was in Germany about two or three years ago. And here we are today talking on Amazing Business Radio. I want to find out, uh, and I never knew uh, exactly. It may have, may have been uh, the career. It may have been uh, you followed love. But we're going to find out when we come back. So we're talking with Laura Baxter about her new book, uh, which is all about dealing with divas and other difficult personalities. So don't go away on Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. Chef Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network and uh, talking with Laura Baxter. Laura, by the way, the book, Dealing with Divas and Other Difficult Personalities, A Mindful Approach to Improving Relationships in Your Business or Organization. Where can we get that book? And I know you've got some special things that you want to share with us. So before we go any further, tell us about where the book is, how we get the book, how we can download it, how we can buy it because you're all the way over in Germany. Yes. You can get it through Amazon or other Oh, other imagine online that. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And we've got a very special offer for it does not matter where you buy your book. If you buy your book and you send us, we'll we'll um, give Shepa the link so that you can send this information to us. Um, if you send us your purchase order number, just the order number that you have from ordering the book, um, then we will send you a link to a free webinar uh, on the book itself so that you can kind of understand the background information and also really begin to dive in deep and, and make progress immediately with, with the book. And the other thing we've got is a very special just for, just for you, just for Shep's listeners here. Um, because you're in customer service, and customer service is so very important, um, we've got a, a, I've developed a, or wrote a, a PDF, uh, just a checklist of tips to help you deal with divas you know, at work in customer service. Wow, that's that pretty cool. So, how do we get that? That link will be available. I'll send that to you, Shep, so we can put it on the website. All right, good. Um, we'll do also, that. Yeah. 
I think that's probably the easiest way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and to get to the website, all you need to do is go to amazingbusinessradio.com, and uh, we'll have the show. Look for the Laura Baxter segment underneath in the show notes. We'll make sure that the uh, links to what we're talking about are there. All right. Uh, before we get into the I, V, and A, we already have done the D and Diva. I, V, and A. Tell me, how did you get to Germany? Because you and I, as I mentioned just before the break, we met when I was over in Germany. And I would love to know, I don't remember you telling me how you got there. <laughs> well, it's a long story, but um, I'm actually an opera singer. And in the States, I toured with the National Opera Company and was, as you mentioned before, on the faculty at Duke University. And it's expected of, a, of American opera singers. We expect that they at some point go to Europe. And for whatever reason, I always knew I would go to Germany. <laughs> who, <laughs> who knows why? My main repertoire was, is still French repertoire. Um, so I came to Germany. I did all the auditions here and everything. And the reason I stayed was actually for love. So ah, I got married. Stayed and, for yeah, love. We, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> usually, we usually singers stay for somewhere between five and ten years. And I've been here for now now for twenty years. It's been a while. Wow. It's been a while. Wow. Well, congratulations, mm-hmm. and I hope the love continues. At least for another 20 years. It will. It It's been fun. All right. All right. I, V, and A. Let's talk about I. Okay. I is finding your inner strength. So basically, one of the things, and I just mentioned I come from the opera world, and one of the things that I realized when I got to Germany is that uh, I was, we had started a family, and roles that I had done hundreds of times in the States or elsewhere in the world um, I was beginning to sort of sabotage the audition process. And this, I wanted to understand the psychological aspect of performing. So one of the things I did was I went and got certified with a lot, in, in a lot of different mental training type of, yeah, methods. So I'm a master trainer in NLP and hypnotherapy, etc., because I wanted to understand how we tick. And this part, the I part of the book, is about how we tick, what triggers what triggers emotional reactions to different people, different types of people, something that someone might say, something they may be, you know, how, how they look, whatever it may be, to recognize these triggers and be able to uh, to reprogram ourselves, to really reprogram ourselves to react um, more calmly. In other words, right. not to have this uncontrollable emotional reaction, but to be able to have more distance from the situation and be able to better see what what a great reaction would be in the situation. Right. Think That's objectively. The I part. And, and I get it. Uh, so, so, so many times we understand the trigger and we understand the personality. We can change our situation. We can adapt to the situation. Uh, so I get it. That I is an extremely important part. All right, mm-hmm. which brings us to V. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the first half of the book, the D and the I, that's about us, about the reader. So defining the situation and being able to have an inner strength. The V and the A are about the other person. So the V is about valuing yourself and the other person, and that means understanding them. So understand how different people literally tick. So I mentioned before, you know, the typical stereotypical diva is a very dominant personality. These, a dominant personality has certain needs. And if you can actually meet those needs when you're encountering this person, often you will not have the problems that you would have otherwise. Or someone who is very introverted, someone a planner, or somebody who's a people's person. All of these different 
personality types or personality structures, as I say in my book, they have different needs, they have different expectations, they've got different perspectives. And if you can understand what those might be, then you can communicate better with this person, you can build a bridge to this person. And the A is actually association, to be able to come into a relationship with that person, to be able to associate with the person so that you can get your goals done. If I can say one thing about goals, we have our goals. And the very the primary goal of the book is that you get your goal accomplished. We have not only our what's kind of an obvious goal, but also we've got we've got hidden goals, hidden agendas. And not only do we have our goals, but the person, the diva, has their goals as well. And what for whatever reason, so let's take the hotel situation. We're back in this hotel situation. The reason we're together there's also a third-party goal. So if you're on a team, the goal is the goal of the team. In the hotel situation, the hotel's goal for your encounter with this customer is that that, that customer has an excellent, an excellent experience here in this hotel. In an ideal situation, all three parties, so you, the reader, the diva, and the team or the the, the um, hotel, in this case. umbrella goal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideally, all three goals will be reached. That's a win-win-win situation, and it is possible. It's very possible. All right, so it's not a. I, I, it's, I, if I can say one thing, it's yep. not the, a goal of the book to mm-hmm. make you a friend with the diva. That's uh, you may end up being best friends. That that would be great if that happens. That's not really our goal. Our goal is that you can communicate and build this bridge to that person. All right, so let's do the hotel example. The diva. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the diva walks up. This is somebody that's, uh, let's just use uh, somebody that's coming in and just being complaining. The room's too cold. Uh, it's dark. I wish it were brighter. And you know what? Um, I can't stand the color of the bedspread. All right, so that may be a slight exaggeration. But the diva walks mm-hmm. up. You immediately define your situation. You're in this moment with the diva, mm-hmm. and you're saying, okay, this person is being a little bit outrageous in their complaints, but I get it. They're they're the guest. Uh, the customer's not always right, but they're always the customer, or in this case, the guest. Mm-hmm. So let's see if we can make this work. Let them be wrong with a little dignity and respect. I get it. Maybe it is too dark. Maybe there's a light that's burnt out. Maybe the air conditioner mm-hmm. needs to be adjusted. I can do all of that. So we're defining the situation at that moment. The I is creating and maintaining positive inner strength. We are not going to let this person uh, intimidate me. Is that a good way of saying mm-hmm. it? And uh, that's that's a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. V. And we just we're not even going to let get going to let them get us emotionally aroused in any way. So, ah, great. Know. So they're not going to intimidate me. They're not going to uh, make me upset and angry. I'm going to remain right. calm, cool, collected, and I'm going to deal with the diva. Uh, the double D. Uh, and then I get to mm-hmm. va- V for value. I recognize that, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm an important person here. I can get this job done. I, you know, sure, I work behind the front desk, but this person has come to me. And you know what? Uh, they're a guest. They're very important to us. So we value both of ourselves. A- am I on the right track? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's one one of the things, it's not just about, about valuing yourself in that moment, also about value, valuing the other person. And what the method I, I talk about in, in the book or that I devised for my customers, my clients, is it's called just what we do, with, what we teach small children when they cross the street, and that's stop, look, and listen. Ah. So the stop is literally just to pause for a moment, make sure you're centered, make sure you're calm, make sure you're, in, as you said, in this moment. And then look. 
So watch what they're doing. Watch how they are. What signals can you get from their behavior to, that show you their needs, both their uh, overt needs, so the room's too cold, there's not enough light, but also any perhaps hidden need that's not being addressed. Yeah, mm. they may have just had a fight with somebody. You don't you don't know. Right. Um, and and listen is to actually listen to the words they say and how they say it, because you can best react to a person when you actually mirror back what they're saying to you. It makes all the difference in the world if somebody says to you, I'm furious about this situation, and you can you say, I can understand you're upset. Mm. Upset and furious are two very different words. And you're assuming that you understand what furious is when you say upset. So it's very important to listen to actually what they're saying. Listen to uh, what which senses they used. Are they, are they speaking out of the auditory con, um, sensory con, canal are they speaking uh, through the visual sensory canal it's important to listen to the words they choose and to be able to mirror those words back so they say i'm absolutely furious you can say you're absolutely furious i i, I okay you're, you're furious I, I i i hear you i see you I, mm-hmm. you don't have to say those words but right. at least think those you're words. acknowledging them so the, right i get exactly. it so the div yeah. is like the setup for the A, because the A is when you're going to meet the goals of both you and, in this case, the guest. You're going to see what you can do Mm -hmm. to make that guest happy, and by doing so, that's going to make you uh, the hero in this situation, hero being a pretty big word, but I think we get it. I'm going to take care of you. It's like I remember uh, the old story about uh, the person who's lost their luggage goes to the airline counter and says, you guys lost my luggage, and he's screaming at the person behind the counter and the person behind the counter says you're correct we did lose the luggage and right and right now there's only two people in the world that care about that luggage and you're starting to make one of them very upset <laughs> so <laughs> anyway but but the a is all about accomplishing the goal which is to make sure that everybody walks away and everybody's happy and and you mentioned the third party which is if I'm the person behind the front desk that's my 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 whole hotel, my team, because you know what? At that given time, I represent that entire hotel, the brand, everything that hotel stands for, and I could make this diva walk away a happy person. So we are just yeah. about out of time. As a matter of fact, we are right at the end of the show, and I always like to ask the question, what's the one thing? And this is the one thing that you want us to remember about our conversation today or something you want to add. Uh, quickly, give us a one little nugget mm-hmm thing or one emphasis or reminder that we can use okay I, my favorite chapter in this book and i just like would love to share that with you um is the chapter called the four most powerful mental state mental states and those four most powerful states are the states of love gratitude forgiveness and play and if you can master being in those states the states of love gratitude just knowing what you're grateful for and loving your work and being able to forgive for anything that happened in the past and be able to play full of respect, uh, mindfulness with the person standing across from you, then you will be successful. Love it. Love it. Great ideas. Great thoughts. This is, uh, the book is called once again, uh, Dealing with Divas and Other Difficult Personalities. You can get it on Amazon. If you get it on Amazon uh, and you send the uh, proof of purchase 
to Laura, and we'll get you the information on that in the show notes. Then we'll make sure that you get the special gift, which is the webinar, and have some background. In addition to that, we'll give you the insight on how to get that PDF, which is that checklist on how to deal with the personalities uh, that you might encounter in customer service. Laura, it's been great. Thanks all the way from Germany. Love that you called in. Love that we had a great conversation. Thank you very much. It's great talking to you, Chef. Thank you for having me. All right. To all our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And remember, until next time, always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.